Hey everyone, it's Matt. And this is Lucas. And this is Thanks for Playing. The podcast where we break down the most iconic video games the world has to offer. Oh! Woo! We had a, a big weekend, boys. We did. Pretty big. We did. We truly oh, did. Yeah. We truly did. Um, a lot happened. Some friendships were fractured, I would say. Tested. Um, tested. Obliterated. Ripped. <laughs> every variation of the word. Um, but first, we got a, you know, we got Hot Mickey joining us, as always. And we got Chambers coming in hot. Chambers, what how you doing, do, baby? baby? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling exhausted from this weekend, but very good. God bless. I yes. fucking love it. All right. It's actually funny uh, looking to Chambers' camera and like now knowing like that I've actually been in that room now. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's going to sound weird a... to people that don't understand the context there, Mickey. <laughs> it's not just well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the context, but I got to say, boys, I saw Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse this weekend. And, oh, um, should, I, should I mute? Should I get out? Accuse myself like of this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil been. anything. I'm just. Yeah, I also haven't seen it. I'm. Um. I'm just saying it was a very good movie, and this isn't spoilers because this was publicly announced already. But it's like a two-parter, basically, um, which I wasn't aware of going into that. I somehow missed that announcement. But um, yeah, the second part of it comes out in uh, March of 2024. Okay. Um. So pretty pretty excited about that. Um, as you all know, I'm a well-known Spider-Man fan, uh, and, uh, this movie was sick and the music's really good. I've been listening to the soundtrack all day. Uh, and I'm just excited Is there any about good, like, future Spider-Man. Spider-Man rap songs in it or something or Spider-Man EDM songs. <laughs> I don't know there about EDM, but there's definitely a couple songs that i'm pretty there. sure were made specifically for the film there was a, very a big one because in the last spider-man it was sunflower with post malone yeah you know and that was like they have a really huge, good sunflower huge, remix huge. in this one oh, too dope dope that's a bit that yeah. song has like really taken on a life of its own outside of the movie but it's funny that i, I believe it was just an original song for the movie i don't know if it was original for the movie or not either way it's a great song. There's a lot of bangers on this one too. So for those nice. that haven't seen it, I highly recommend you check it out ASAP. Sick movie. Sick movie. Nice. But um, before we dive in really quickly, everyone, I wanted to give you all a friendly reminder. You haven't, if you haven't already, go ahead and, uh, and join the Discord. You can find us on our website, mixerplaying.live as well. You can go to our social media handles, at TFP Podcasts, that's at TFP Podcasts with an S at the end. That's TikTok, which, by the way, we'll talk about in a minute. TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Go to Linktree there. You can find a link to our Discord. And then where else can you find us? Thanks for playing .live. Oof, that's a good one. No, thanks for playing pod at gmail.com. That's what it is. Uh, shoot us an email. Thanks for playing pod at gmail.com. I'll personally send you a Discord invite, like, invite link back with a selfie. So no one's still taking me up on that. So that's uh, still out there for the people. But Lucas, why don't you tell them about our uh, about our TikTok? Uh, for those of you that uh, follow us on TikTok um, or for those of you that don't follow us on TikTok, we probably showed up in your feed this weekend or basically anytime since the super hot TikTok dropped last Wednesday. 
Uh, we went viral. We went viral. It's very exciting. Um, it was a Zelda themed TikTok. I was the star. Matt was the cameraman. Uh, and it was it, it's blown up. I mean, what are we at? Almost a million views, Matt. Eight hundred thousand something, and then some. Let me let me give likes. you. We'll get the stats live. Right so what's more hey, crazy, to be honest? Yeah, what's crazier, to be honest, is that Windows took their time out of their day to comment on it, which is just <laughs> Windows, yeah, also, like Microsoft Windows, like the literal Windows <laughs> Windows TikTok, TikTok account. account commented and said it's a full time job. It's talking in reference to the TikTok comment wow. that we made. Yeah. So that was great. And Matt, I wanted to kind of, <laughs> uh, you know, shove the microphone, the metaphorical microphone in your face and say, what's your statement regarding the switch on the floor comments? Because a lot of people, there's a lot of switch on the floor allegations <laughs> in the TikTok, uh, TikTok comments. And I just yeah. want to know what your stance. Why would you do that? Uh, you know, my uh, official stance is... Um, I don't understand what the big deal is, to be perfectly frank. You don't. Um, I mean, well, the thing is, like, my Switch is usually... I very rarely play it on my TV. Um, I very rarely play my Switch, to be honest. So I don't have, like, a... The other, like, slot I could slot it into in my entertainment unit isn't, like... There's no... I'd have to drill holes in the back of it to get the cables to feed out, and it's not tall enough to have both yeah. my Switch and my PS5. Matt, it was mostly it's mostly um, a bit. We don't need a literal. Like, I feel like I need to, I, bro. They you were, don't need to fully explain yourself here. It's you you seem like you were off. a little offended. Though, yeah, you about, are. They were they were going they were off. Definitely very offended in the in the chat or in the on the comment they section. Liked, they liked your couch though. You got they do like the couch. couch yeah, that was yeah. Cool. One thing I will disagree. I, I want to disavow the comments about needing a pro controller i personally very much enjoy holding two joy cons outside of a joy con like holder do you, do two you just joy pose yeah yeah that's just cool holding holding two joy cons in hand like one one hand behind my shoulder or like behind my head and then one's just in my lap like kicking back that's that's the shit right there i, I also like using joy cons yeah i feel like joy cons get a lot of really I, unless they drift well, yeah, unless that's they drift. Fucking okay. annoying. Yeah, that's a yeah. good call out there, Hot Mickey. Uh, yeah, so uh, check us out on TikTok. Follow us. If nothing, we've more than doubled our follower count since the TikTok drops. So that's been great. Um, I was well, I was in that statements. TikTok. Go ahead, Jamie. Background of that TikTok. Oh, you <laughs> were. That's right. Were Destroying me, my me and producer Sam were hiding inside of Matt's bathroom while they filmed this. Yeah, we are at eight hundred and twelve point five thousand. Views and then 132,000 likes, 763 comments, and then 5,400 just about. Yeah, uh, that was cool. Video favorites. So it was fun. It's pretty uh, lit. Over the weekend, too, like uh, our buddy Neil uh, went up to us. We, we had a Smash Bros. tournament this weekend, which I know we're going to talk about here in a second. But at the tournament, Neil comes up to me. He's like, Yo, that's so, dude, what do the notifications look like? And I'm like, Bro, check it out. Because, like, I've never <laughs> been near somebody who is like, like I would ask the exact same question, just like, bro, like, what's it yeah. look like? How how does the feed actually look? You know, on the back end, and it's like so oh, many chicks in your DMs. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, check, hey, daddy's got, check this out, check this out, and then just like <laughs> it's crazy because it it's it's still going too. Yeah, pretty pretty insane. Um, so we'll probably have to release an official statement um, regarding our status as celebrities pretty soon. Here, Matt is drafting that up as we speak. Uh, we're taking you guys with us. Hot Mickey and Chambers, just so you guys. Oh know. hell yeah! So we're on a rocket ship to the. I'll moon. ride with you to the top. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I, have you seen an uptick in uh, 
any of the other either like episodes or not really other TikTok <laughs> uh, videos <laughs> game more exactly. But no, okay. the thing with TikTok is because yeah, I feel like uh, if some people would like, oh, this creator made it something cool, they should I go see the other TikTok see if they're consistently like that. Nah, that, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, the thing with TikTok is like it's pretty hard to push people to other okay. one other platforms and then two because like the thing on tiktok right like i can make a video we could even do like a funny skit that could go viral right like saying oh join our discord like i made one i didn't do that well but we can even do a really funny one right but there's no way for us to make a clickable link unless we make ourselves a business profile which i don't want to do because then you lose like significant access to the amount of sounds and shit you can use mm. i think once you hit 10k TikTok. I think once you hit 10, because I did have us on that for a while that I switched it back. I think once you hit 10K f- followers as a creator, you're able to make it where you are able to have that like clickable link on your page, but can't do that quite yet, unfortunately. I have a psychological question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, how comparable is the feeling of your sick TikTok going viral to, say, holding some GameStop stocks? and watching it mm. move to like $200. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. No. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's funny because um, I this is definitely the first time. I've been on the internet since I was uh, about four years old, guys, and this is the first time the internet has... Uh, I've been on the internet in such a way. And uh, it's it's pretty much as you would expect. It's kind of a whole bunch of stuff that feels like it should mean more, but it doesn't really. It's kind of just fun. Yeah. It just feels like getting a high score in a game or something to me. Because I think for people that are really using social media as like real means and like a real livelihood, it's definitely different, right? Because it translates into, you know, potentially money, sponsorships at certain levels, like, you know, yeah. partnerships and things like that. But for us... We're just having fun on TikTok. We're always making fun shit. And uh, one popped off and it's a big dopamine rush. I don't know to speak for you, Matt, but that's kind of how I feel about it. The first day was big. The second and third day I carried a little bit less just because I realized it wasn't leading to anything else. Yeah. Um, And hey, you know, I think that's the challenge. And I've been telling telling Lucas we got to. You know, he's the idea, man. He's got good ideas. Got to do more. It's good stuff. Yeah, I uh, I texted Matt the next morning after it was like popping off and I just said, this is the greatest day of my life. I was, just like, <laughs> I was just in meetings and I was just like checking my phone, just like, oh my God, the notifs, the notifs are did going up. Did you tell your coworkers? I did. I actually told a coworker of mine in a meeting. I was like, bro, by the way, check this out. And I like flashed it on my webcam and I was just like, virality, baby. <laughs> I'm leaving soon. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. But it was a, it was a fun, like, thursday friday for sure and if nothing else it's like hey at least we can go our whole lives saying that that it happened for us one time we got the high score 15 minutes of fame yeah yeah Yeah. they weren't lying about that we got i want to repeat it you want to you want it again you want another hit of that well he needs he needs to say to the glory again we need to man some more in you that's just how we that's how you grow you know that's true yeah it's true should we talk about a little bit of a Nuthouse, Nuthouse 1 before we jump into some of the topics? Yeah, let's do All it. Right. Oh, Chambers. Feeling, feeling nutty. So All right. So, <laughs> so as you guys know, my original tag slash Discord name, how people on the internet know me, is Nutting in Paris. So 
I I know a lot a lot of these guys mostly through Lucas, but we all have a shared love of Super Smash Bros. Um, along with a lot of other friends that I have in my life at work, um, from from home where I grew up, um, and I basically felt like okay, this is this would be a great time to run a Super Smash Bros. tournament, bring all my closest friends together in one place. Um, get sweaty, you know, all that. And so that's what we did. There was about 14 of us um, that all played together last Saturday. Um, it was called Nuthouse 2023. This is the first one. Hopefully we'll do another one next year. Um, and all these guys came out and competed. There was some drama. There was glizzies cooked. Um, <laughs> Big fan of the there glizzies. There people guzzling yeah, the glizzies. I know you were. Yeah. Uh, Mr. It is I. I am people. Yeah, Hot Mickey was was a glizzy goblin that day, but <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it was really fun. It was great because I know like most of us are like we have jobs and shit, and we don't all have time to do stuff like this, like fucking compete in tournaments and stuff. So it was really fun to get those juices flowing for everybody and create some hard, some great. Agree. Yeah, man. Yeah. I had a ton of fun. Uh, I got third. Matt got fourth. You did. Uh, our buddy Ricky got second, and then our, our buddy Neil uh, got first. So it was Top a dog. pretty. There's some upsets going on in pools and you know in the group stages and uh, through the bracket, which was really fun to see. Um, I felt like I earned the respect of several people there uh, because it's it's all about respect. That's what we want, right, boys? We just are there yeah. to. It's like uh, we're not there for the money. We're not there for the prestige necessarily. We're not there to get famous or go viral. We're just there to uh, get the respect of our friends who are trash talking me in a group chat all the time, saying they could beat me, and uh, I beat those people, so that felt good. Yeah, it feels good to shit on your friends. Just want to say you didn't beat me this weekend. I didn't play you this weekend. <laughs> Somebody did. Still didn't beat okay, okay. Somebody you did beat you, way. Mickey. Somebody did beat you. Somebody in this room right now. Somebody beat you. did beat yeah. me. Yes. Uh, does in fact two people Matt, did? Uh, Actually, three people Matt, did. Uh, did you did you draft up a statement for uh, you having beat Mickey? You have anything to say? Are the rumors true? You know, corporate asked me not to talk about this. But, um, yeah, you know, the, the rumors are true. I, um, you know, let's start from the beginning, actually. Um, you know, I'm a... What'd you have for breakfast? That's the beginning. <laughs> what I have for breakfast that <laughs> day? Did you start playing Smash? <laughs> Still start there. Yeah. We need, we need backstory on why this is important <laughs> at all. So, not, I don't think Mickey plays Ultimate much more than I have, to be fair, over the past several weeks. But, um... I think Mickey has a better Smash foundation than me, I would say. And just in general, you know, I um I play a low tier character, very low tier, one of the lowest according to the chart I checked. And um I went into this D- tournament D tier. I went to this tournament, honestly. Not expecting to do well, because um that's kind of been the story of my Smash career, and I've kind of accepted that. But um oh baby. I came ready to nut at Nut House. I uh, placed uh, fourth in my pool to uh, to make it out of the pools and get into bracket. Third. No, you third. came third. I did place third. You're right. I placed third in to a, make it out of pools. Out of a three-way tie for third. Yeah, that was crazy. 
Um, you know, the whole tournament, I was just playing a lot better than I thought I would. I had a couple of really close sets. I actually took Ricky, our friend Ricky, to game three, which, you know, is pretty, pretty crazy uh, it was the two for me. in the whole tournament. Second seed in the whole tournament. Ended up getting second overall, too. And, um, you know, my, my very first tournament match, I sit down on the chair and lo and behold, the beautiful man that sits down next to me with the luscious locks is uh, Hot Mickey. And I'm not going to lie, my, my palms were sweating, my butt was clenched, diamonds were forming from my literal shit. It was pretty awful. Um, that's how much pressure I was feeling. That's how much pressure I was feeling. Uh, and um, I don't know, Mickey, maybe you can tell me what happened better, but I, I think you got a little shook. Yeah, I think, Mickey, he, I think you saw the K rule yeah. and um, you got, I don't <laughs> the, know if you got K, on tilt the or K, what. Are the rumors true? The K rule was too much. For, yep, the yeah. rumors are true. That decisively 2-0'd me in bracket and sent me down to losers. Yeah, I honestly, I like wow. saw it happen. I turned around, Mickey left. Mickey was gone. All of a sudden, he like packed his shit up and I was <laughs> yeah. like, where did Mickey go? We're like, we don't know. I, got out of yeah, he, he, yeah, I saw him look down at the ground and go like, fuck. <laughs> there is a great Through video. my controller. There's a great video of Matt just like total. Who who is it? Ocho Cinco Chambers, just like Ocho Cinco style. Just Chad Ocho Cinco. Yeah. Like controller on the ground walks away silently from the end zone, just like after a touchdown. That yeah. was Matt Rocky. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it was. Um, I don't even know. I won't even call it a six set, but I won. Yeah, and that's uh, that's what's important. And um. All the respect and love to my my good friend Hot Mickey. Real quick, can we talk about my moment, or or okay, as Ricky no. called it, one of the the hypest moment he's ever been a part of in any Smash game? I okay, so there was two. What did he really call? Well, no, it he that? said that was the hypest thing I've ever seen in Ultimate. Is what he is what he screamed out. Oh no! Yeah. Okay, I'm no, pretty no. upset. I missed that. I I don't think he said that about. He said that about me. Your guys have said specifically. He said no. Oh, he may have said about you. Okay, he said it about my game I, I know, one I like crazy comeback against Neil. In okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That 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 one was that was a sick moment. I thought you were referring to your actual sound. Like, there's no way he called. No, that no, sick. that was a shit to you. Set. He would not. He would not. Yeah, he would not call that sick. Yeah. <laughs> it was dope I, though. Uh, yeah, I want to talk about your overall performance. Please. In the tournament because Please. as honestly the, the last couple months uh you've been a heel uh within within the friend group <laughs> and what um, is it you have he has been a heel uh that a wor- it's a word come that comes from wrestling it basically means you're the villain that everyone is rooting for to lose and that's that's what lucas has been um, <laughs> the reason being he he lets you know if he's doing well he's he likes to gloat um don't don't let him like convince you otherwise. I don't know um, what you're talking about. So everybody, <laughs> literally everybody that was showing up wanted like you to get crushed for some reason. And including um, people that didn't know me. Like, yeah. And that. I think he, I think he went undefeated in group stages. Correct. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. yeah. So you, I don't were, think he dropped a game. No, no, no. He dropped one to Ricky. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you crushed it there. You had two really hype moments of the tournament. I think the two, I want, two I want to be in moments. Lucas's group so bad. So <laughs> next year I'll, I'll throw you in. Um, so there was one against my, my homie Nico. You guys had a, a three game set, went to like last hit basically where you almost, you almost lost like a comeback basically. And, yeah. and you clutched it. Um, that was beautiful. And then against the one seed and champion Neil, um, you 
looked like you were absolute toast in game one. And then pretty much immediately, right? Like as soon as you start your new life, drop down and just like zero to death him like off the stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah, I'm surprised I didn't get a noise complaint. That I'm, was I'm so sad. I had to, I missed that. I had to take a phone call during Dude, that. Set. That was, that was honestly probably one of the greatest moments of my smash career. I just want to say publicly, uh, it was, it was really, <laughs> really, really, really awesome. It was like a fair, fair, fair combo into an up B with Pyra or he, with he's Mith- like, yeah, okay. Yeah. With, with Mithra. Mithra. And, uh, it's, it's a combo I've actually been practicing, literally practicing in the lab and like just done it <laughs> online like maybe once or twice but honestly that was the best execution i'd ever done with that particular combo and it's an all or nothing off stage so if i miss it i die and like at that moment i knew in my head that i had to hit it or it just wasn't going to happen and so i just went for it and then killed neil and it was one of those things where every single fair everybody was screaming it was like oh 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 <laughs> it just gets each one was every hit just got louder I felt like Diago like with the Diago Perry like I just I felt like I was in that that like it, I know that in Zen. it just it was in that moment where I just everyone was screaming around me and but but the world was slowing down in my eyes you know and I was just so dialed in it was great how how close was that feeling to the to the TikTok virality I, oh man, it's been a good week. Uh, <laughs> probably, uh, hmm, probably better, probably better than wow. that. Okay. But, um, damn. Yeah. And I'm in the TikTok too. Oh, it's been, oh, I got a perm too. So for the people that are just listening, that's, that's what's going yeah, on. What yeah. a weekend it's yeah, been for it's you. Been, just only W's. It's only, only dubs really. Yeah. And, uh, I'm going to talk about street fighter six a little bit in this episode so we could talk about the dubs. I'm getting in that too, but we can move on from the, from the nut house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we get into some topics? Yeah. I want to yeah. talk a little bit about just today, actually, um, day of this recording, uh, Monday, the 5th of June, Apple unveiled their Apple vision pro, which is going to be apples. And, and this is an important distinction. Their new AR, not VR, their new AR headset. Mm-hmm. With a price point of $3,499. They released no, I, it. I, I, just, I just hate that. Like, when <laughs> it's that expensive, why are you still trying to pull this bullshit? It's not for us. Just Mickey. put it at $3,500. It's not for us. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Just put it at $3,500. Make it a clean number. I'm just imagining all the people in the fucking Apple meetings are going to be wearing that in like a fucking boardroom. I don't know. It's going to lead to some funny memes for sure. But um, yeah, it's called the Apple Vision Pro. And honestly, I mean, let me preface this with saying on a macro level, like for humanity, I think these kind of devices are probably not a good thing for us to be using. And I think like, you know, obviously I think things like Ready Player One or like Wally or whatever, like that's a bit of an exaggeration, but like there's some truth in the exaggeration there of where our like our our society could go, right? That said, it's pretty cool technology. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it is actually pretty fucking cool. Like whether it's good or not, I don't know, but like just from what it is, it's pretty cool. It's literally like a basically it's like a computer is what it is. Like you can literally set up augmented screens and like change your environment into like, you know, into whatever really. Um, And from what I could tell, it literally functions like a, like an Apple MacBook would if you wanted to and things like that. And um, 
it can like scan you to create a very realistic like um model basically emoji emoji, basically yeah so you can talk with other people um and i mean just from like a technological technological perspective i honestly i think it's pretty fucking cool with the caveat it's probably not a good thing long term for us to be going down this path but it is pretty cool and you know i'm probably not going to buy one because even that's a little steep for me but um you know, I, I'm pretty surprised that Apple's going this way too, because I think. Do, do any of you remember the Google Glass? Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I know Glass, a guy that tested it. Yeah, okay. Google Glass was um, Google's AR machine, not machine. I guess AR peripheral. Peripheral is the yeah better word for it there, which was basically it looked like eyeglasses that had like a literal like computer attached to it that would give you. Um, as well, augmented reality, um, and that tanked, you know, that was already taken to market and like, no one wanted it. So I'm pretty surprised Apple is kind of going in on this. I'm very curious to see how many people actually adopt it. I think I have a feeling it's probably going to see more business use at like, like corporate, like, um, work from home, corporate executives might get one, like given to them for free by the company something like that. Um, or maybe like the super, super bougie, like <laughs> private schools in the U S might get it. Like I could totally see a world where, you know, you have kids in a classroom and everyone's just wearing these AR headsets. Right. And the teacher's not even there. You know, that's, um, I think that's a very real possibility with this kind of technology. Mm-hmm. Um, it was already possible with the VR headsets. And I think it becomes even more possible with the AR stuff too, because then you can truly really just blend it in with their current reality, augment it. Um, Oh man, I watched yeah. a really fucking good short film recently that kind of touched on this. Oh my god! I do want to say uh, while you're <laughs> Self, yeah. while you're trying to recall call the name there, um, and I, I see Hot Mickey sort of fuming over there because he, he was saying in the Discord earlier about the Apple hate. <laughs> He's so um, mad. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm for this one, boys. Not just not just to go against the narrative. Um, I, I think Matt, the concerns are valid about us as humanity going down this path, but. We're we're already on this path. Like, there's no such thing as going, turning back from whatever immersive technology peripheral comes next. Like, if it's not Apple doing it, it's going to be anybody else doing this sort of thing. Uh, and if it leads us down this path, I mean, we should have never invented things like the internet or smartphones or devices, computers, and stuff because this was always going to be the next step for me. Um, I think like, you know, I'm certainly not going to buy this device. It's way too expensive for just a regular consumer, I think. But uh, some people buy uh, things at a $3,500 price point that technology, computers for that matter, um, and play with it in sort of a cutting edge way. Um, You're going to see a lot of YouTubers like tech reviewers and stuff. They're going to be playing this first generation AR headset. And then in five years or six years, there's going to be the next generation. It's going to be half the price with less power and more people are going to get it. Um, and this is sort of an, a normal occurrence of a really high price point, very high quality item that's probably going to be really immersive and f- honestly, probably pretty fun to use. Um, you, us, we, we might not use it for a while, but people will be using it and then it will come in at a lower price point in several years, be more affordable and see wide adoption. I just see it going that way. I don't, I don't see society dipping away from something as kind of impressive as this one, and especially you can connect a DualSense PS5 controller to it. Um, they showed a little bit of uh, NBA 2K on Vision Pro, and honestly, that's kind of sick. Not gonna lie. 
Uh, and just the utilitarian uses for it, I think, are going to get bigger and bigger as the medium and the form evolves. So that's what I'm saying. I think I think price point coming down is the big thing, like you said. I, yeah. I think they have to get it well below a thousand, honestly, to see widespread adoption, and they're pretty fucking far off from that right now. Whether or not we'll get there, you know, we'll see. But um, you know, I'm interested. If I if you know if I have the opportunity to demo one, I definitely would love to. Um, probably try and check out the Apple Store at the Americana, see if they got them on hand. But um, <laughs> you, you I guess? think it's supposed to be out by the end of 2023. Um, Early next I thought, year. No, I think it's early 24. Yeah, early it's, 2020. it's early 2024. Okay. Do you guys really think, because VR has been around for a while and it's pretty niche. Like, do you, you really think AR is going to be that big of a leap compared to VR? I think if it's one or the other, AR is probably a little bit more accessible for people and has a little bit more utility. Um, like, I don't know. I, I think it, it, the the way they're showing the demo in a lot of ways, it sort of is what VR is trying to be. Like they show a guy sitting on his couch, like watching a movie in his yeah. living room. It's essentially what you, we have with some VR headsets, except it's like kind of AR'd onto his current living room. So I don't know. It's it sort of seems like it's scratching. It's on both ends of the spectrum for AR VR, the headset itself. Yeah. I don't know if I answered yeah. your question. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I hear what you're saying, Chambers. Uh, I I think this has a better chance to be adopted because I think by virtue of it being AR, there's more utility for it. Like, for example, if someone really wanted to and they really fuck with this device, there's a world where they don't even have a desktop. They just have this, right? Yeah. Um, and I think the one of the issues with virtual reality, like oh, those Oculus headsets and stuff like that, is if you're in them too long, typically it's not uncommon to get like your your eyes start hurting more than they normally would if you were just staring at a screen or like you get kind of nauseous, things like that, or get kind of dizzy. I've used them a few times and I've experienced that personally. And even when I was just in there for like 25 or 30 minutes. And, you know, it, uh, that's because it's not natural for us to have our senses totally taken over like that by a... A virtual reality um, right but if it's augmented i think it's less intense for us um and more i think our body our vision can more easily adapt to that if that makes sense i could see this being very successful if say it was cheap enough to where it was for people who can't afford the physical things that it's trying to replace like if if you can't have a whole television living room set up and you can just replace it with this for like 200 bucks or something, that would be fucking lit. You guys but, are actually literally selling me on the device right now. I mean, imagine if <laughs> imagine if I didn't have to have a TV to watch anything on or any monitors, and I just had a desk with like a keyboard on it and a mouse, and that was my computer setup. That's sick. Can we all agree on that? I, I th- no, yeah, that, that that's how I thought like it would be utilized. Like it would need it would have to replace some devices in your home, or like if you don't have these devices already, now you don't need to get this device because this already fits that niche. Uh, like if it's like as a workspace area, it works as uh, your entertainment system. Though there are drawbacks because now only one person. Yeah, can it kind of takes away the community. AR. Yeah, like, Lucas. Imagine if we showed up at your, at your house for the succession final. We were all sitting here <laughs> yeah. in the room like, like a bunch of jackasses. Yeah. With- and I'm just watching it on my own headset. Yeah. Like, yo, Kendall just popped off, boys. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. you can't see I it. I don't see this product being popular with uh, single men that are trying to date 
people because no one no one's trying to Netflix and chill with no, you. No, 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 no. I no, because what you just say is like, oh yeah, I don't own any furniture. I don't. I, I'm just like a nomad. You know, I'm like a monk. Then you're yeah. just the you're the guy that has the lawn chair and television in his living room, and that's it. No, you could be the guy with like the cowskin couch and just a very tasteful record player, and your and your <laughs> Apple VR headset. And oh, now you're fuck. just like a cool new oh, age guy. I can see that happening. Yo, the, the porn on it is going to be crazy, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yeah, that was the elephant in the room for you, huh, Matt? Yeah. Shit. going to be Matt's. Wow, I think, I think all of us just somehow sold everybody on this device. Did we not? Oh, I'm, pro- I'm still, I'm not really interested in. AR Are you not interested VR. in the technology, Mickey? Or just to have a hate boner for I, I, no, Apple? no. I think the te- technology is fascinating. Like, no, if, even if like Google or like I don't know some other like high tech company made this, Microsoft made it. I don't know. I still wouldn't be interested. I'm just ne- never really, really been into VR, AR. It's nice. I think it has. I think there's an audience for it. I'm just not a part of that audience. Okay, I got I got one for you. I'm gonna sell you on it right now, Mickey. Okay. You do a high vision, like a high quality scan of your face with this device and you hop on tabletop simulator, whatever the version is coded in unity for this headset. Okay. Now all the boys are virtually together, but you're just sitting at your desk and we're all just hanging out playing cards. No, Eh, that didn't hit. No, No? not really. Well, we'll try again. That doesn't hit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. That is a Apple vision pro for you. Wow. I got one for you guys. Okay. Speaking of things that we may or may not like, uh, this is news that has come out in the last couple of days. Uh, EA Sports partners with Nike to put NFTs in upcoming titles. Did you guys hear about this one? Okay. None I of, a, none of us like this. That. I'm surprised I didn't hear about yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, I know Chambers is a huge NFT guy. Wait, back, back me yeah. up on that, Lucas. They're doing what now with NFTs? EA Sports. It's in the game. Yeah. Partners with Nike to put NFTs in upcoming titles. So uh, um, <laughs> just a big size all around. Uh, nobody the wants The company this. said, quote, in future EA Sports titles, EA Sports and Nike plan to make select dot swoosh virtual creations available, allowing members and players unique new opportunities for self-expression and creativity through sport and style. Uh, the SVP of brand, uh, Andrea Hop. Hopeling touted the partnership saying working with swoosh will bring creativity and self-expression to the forefront for fans as they connect, compete and share their love for sport. And uh, in this same month, this EA CEO, Andrew Wilson said in a press conference with uh, a conference call, excuse me, with investors, I do think it will be an important part of our, of the future of our industry on a go forward basis. That is NFTs. He means, so uh, thoughts on this? Uh, I want to I want to hear Chambers, the NFT uh, apologist. Right. I want to hear what um, you have to say. Yeah. So, oh, man, I I collected Beanie Babies back in the day. Now I, I've moved on to NFTs. <laughs> I fucking love Beanie Babies. Um, yeah, but I got I got like four of those those apes. Um, no, I, I need, I'm I need so, you to clarify that you're joking. I'm I, I'm so anti. Yeah, no, <laughs> fuck NFTs. Um, I know I know some people who are big into it, and I I don't shit on them to their face, but I I think bad things about them. And <laughs> so threatening. My my problem, like uh, like being for real, my my issue with stuff like this is that 
uh, one, they're marketing it as we're giving an opportunity for more expression to people, which is not true at all. You're basically saying like, we're going to take things that already exist and further monetize them. And this, this is something like a lot of the gaming industry has been doing like for quite a long time where instead of pushing towards innovation, we're just looking at how can we further monetize what already exists. And, um, that's a really boring way to go about creating games. I mean, EA games, as much as I have loved FIFA in my childhood, they, they all are repetitive and suck ass. So, (laughs) um, no, honestly, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like a, like a hot take guy or anything like, um, I don't know. This is just really gross and backwards. Um, and where sports games should be going and video games in general. I hope that other large gaming companies do not follow suit and go in this direction. Uh, Mickey, what are your thoughts? It actually baffles me how EA can still go through with this with how much shit gaming companies have gotten in the past for trying to put NFTs in their games. Like It has been years where I... I don't think I've ever seen a game get good feedback for putting NFTs in their games. And they're Never. still going to try to do it yeah. with their game and uh, in future uh, in the future EA games. And it's just, how can you be so out of touch? You don't see most most gamers fight against NFTs in video games. Like, always. The, the moment they spot one, pitchforks come out and they want to burn the place to the ground. My my. That makes me think, I wonder if this is something that they planned out when NFTs were popping off. And then <laughs> just by the time, the it, yeah, by the time it came crashing down, they're like, fuck, well, we might as well finish it. Like, it, yeah, it can't lose us money if we do it. I, uh, I got a, I just tried to sell Mickey on the headset for Apple Chambers. I'm going to try to sell you on NFTs real quick. <laughs> <laughs> let's say, oh let's say, uh, there's like a Basquiat gun skin in Warzone. Oh. But you had it, like you actually got it, and you're the only one with that skin. It yeah. looks stupid, but it's like it's kind of sick at the same time. Or like a hasn't that gun. already existed in CS:GO to an extent? No, CS- but like CS:GO does have like exclus- exclusivity or like rare skins and things like that, but not not in the same way that NFTs kind of exist, where like Chambers would truly have the only Keith Haring Warzone M- M16. And how would you feel about that, Chambers? Um, it would really gross me out. I, it doesn't change my opinion on the system, but I would, I would probably sell it for a lot of money. Okay. As well. Okay. I, so, I was picturing you going like, oh yeah, dude, when the homies are spectating me and I'm trying to clutch, I would just flash the gun and it's like, just, <laughs> just, just whip it out. Yeah. <laughs> just like, it'd be an ultimate flex. No, I just like pay off a credit card with it or something okay good probably a smarter idea (laughs) matt what do you think i think creating scarcity where it doesn't exist is pretty whack exactly Um, i think the fundamental idea of the, the technology behind nfts is cool like being able to have a literal unique identifier to something. I think it has some cool applications outside of the way it's 
kind of utilized. Like I think using NFTs for verifying your medical records is a great idea, right? Um, I don't like that it's used to pictures of monkeys and whatever. Um, uh, not not a fan for me. I, I I know some people that are really into it. And they make some money off of it and good for them. But like, I don't view it as anything else other than a way to try and make a quick buck personally. Um, and yeah, I just uh, bad bad, and I'm upset that video. I mean. <laughs> EA will do anything for a dollar, so I, I guess I'm not surprised. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm not surprised either. I'm, if any, just, if any gaming company mad. was going to go all in on this, it'd be EA. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really wonder how they're going to like truly implement it. You know, with like athletes. I mean, there's going to be like light athlete likeness and like certain like sponsorships and things like that. I'm giving it five years, within a five year time span. Riot is going to start making NFT skins for League. I can almost guarantee that's going to happen. If not, really? if not sooner than five years, yeah. Because you know why? I Riot is owned by Tencent. Why? Oh, Tencent is going to want to milk that. As <laughs> Mickey much was as about they to can. defend Riot, and then it was like, oh, well, shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, the, te- the, te- the Tencent thing that that may be enough to convince me that it might happen. And Tencent yo, is a publicly traded company, which means they will do everything they can to milk that money. Yo, what is Timu? It what? keeps pop. You guys don't know what that. It keeps popping up on my feed. It's super off topic. T E M U. I just keep seeing money scams on TikTok about Timu. Isn't that a league? That's like a no. That's, that's like a Timo. <laughs> There's a no, soccer that, player. It's like um. It's like actually my my mom has bought stuff off of there. This looks like some wish.com. It's, it's basically a, it's, like, it's like a retailer, right? It's like AliExpress. It's oh like okay okay yeah yeah same kind I, of thing. I keep getting like how to how to get super super rich right now like on TikTok and it's just like Timu collabs. <laughs> it was just yeah, just that, I th- I, they're I basically I... just trying to get you to drop ship or something like that. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah. Mm. So anyway, I, I I started doing it. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Nice. They got me. Yeah. Oh, click, awesome. click on a they link. Have, do they have oh, NFTs on there? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna start drop shipping <laughs> NFTs. Right, right. <laughs> okay, right. another random question. What was an item that like you got hit with an internet ad and it actually worked and you end up buying that thing. Oh, dang. I, I got a back scrubber that like vibrates for yeah. in the shower. And you just for your back though. It. Just for my back of <laughs> your, your abdomen, right? Yeah. yeah. My, my board game backpack came from an internet ad. Oh, it came from a Facebook nice. ad. Nice. I downloaded a game off of a stupid ad. That was like, it was, it's basically like a puzzle Sudoku type game with like math. And I, the video was somebody trying to do the puzzle really fucking badly. And I was like, oh my God. That's how they always get you. (laughs) Yeah. That's how they always get you. God, this guy sucks. I just downloaded the game and started doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, They got me. Usually with those hats, it's never the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that game. I know. Yeah, they, I know. They, it's they something completely different. You would have thought uh, they'd be dishonest. Man, ads, they're, they're get, they, get, they get me sometimes. It usually doesn't happen, but they got me. It's time. the Instagram ads. Those are the... I bought some shorts off of Instagram ads, some corduroy shorts. I like them a lot, yeah. actually. My sli- oh, my slippers, though, I think you guys have seen them. They have, like, little frogs on them. They oh, Those yeah. are from an Instagram ad. Honestly mm-hmm. worth it. They are pretty sick. 
Like <laughs> it, it sounds like we're liking these ads. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Like this, this episode is us like trying to shit on something, and then we end up selling ourselves on whatever yeah. it is that we're trying to yeah. criticize. Um, I think we're all still pretty agreed on uh, NFTs not being great. NFTs yeah. suck. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Except um, for yeah. NFTs do suck. Except for the awesome like Van Gogh. Warzone gun that will come up oh out for sure. Starry Night. <laughs> Dude, imagine, but imagine though, like imagine oh that actually God. that's gonna happen. Like, there's gonna be some like crazy artist collab on some like video game skins, and it's just gonna get out of control, dude. It's I like, could see like a cause, uh, bro, like Warzone skin. How about a cause Ooh. like a a Shepherd Fairy like collab League of Legends skin for his favorite champ? And the skins like an I, NFT. I'm su- yeah, I w- I'm surprised because uh, at the last world, Lil Nas X like did a big thing with Riot. I'm surprised, dude. He didn't get a skin. Like, uh, yeah, I'm surprised. That. Like, dude, imagine if they made like a Lil Nas like who was the CEO of Riot. Last I checked, uh, like he, they did a skin for him, and it's like thirty bucks, and it's like a unique NFT thing that's only available for a limited time. And you yeah, can resell. You, yeah, you get those you get those blood Nikes on your character or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. Actually, mm-hmm, I yeah. sold myself on that. Now, I've I, I actually <laughs> I did buy a twenty dollars John Cena skin in Fortnite. Putting that out there again. So is I'd, that worth it? <laughs> yeah, dude, because it comes with like an emote that plays his song, and you do the you can't see. <laughs> see, it's thing. like every time I want to credit, like they they do drop something that like is sick and like just just works like and it's so bad it's good yeah exactly exactly oh man all right moving on from that uh who's got the next headline here yeah i got something as of the day we're recording this this is june 5th discord started uh rolling out their new update to where they're changing how usernames are done because how it's always been since Discord's inception, you would have your na- your name, and then you have the pound uh, and four digits right after that to give your unique code. So, like pretty much any name you want, you could have it. You just get a different. You wouldn't know if you're the original or not, essentially. Uh, but starting today, and I've already been implemented in this. Uh, now you have a unique username, and then you have a name that everybody sees. So you can still have like any name you want, but only one person can have that unique name. And sadly, I did not get Teals, which is Wait, like... dang. It, dang. I got to check on. There's a, there, there, there's a Brazilian League of Legends streamer who's really popular, and I'm only assuming that he got Teals before I did. Dang. Wait, how it's do I claim it, Vicky? Yeah, uh, they're know. rolling it out either if you have Nitro or by when you made Discord Wait. or when you made your oh Discord my God. account. Did I, just get which, I just did, did I just get the name Odysseus? Did you really? I think I got it. That'd actually be crazy. Yo, I, I think that's a pretty common is, is name. Is it where it says username? <laughs> is that what I just... I just uh, clicked update on yes, that. Yes, username. Yes, Yo. username is is uh, what the unique one was. Oh my God, I got it. So so now I, my username is teals underscore BCB. Oh, dude, that sucks. I, I, I don't have yeah. an underscore in my name. I think I just got Odysseus. Lo- all lowercase though. I couldn't do capital. Oh, it doesn't let you do capitals. Oh, okay. Yo. I, yeah, it doesn't let you do capitals. I, it, this is the best week ever. <laughs> I, I just, I, it just, just keeps getting better and better. This is insane. Wow. I, I see Matt and Chambers are both like on Discord yeah. right now trying to update their thing. But, but yeah, it, it's what, either if you have Nitro or like when you made the Discord account. So like mine was made like August 2015. 
July is somewhere around there. I forget wow. when exactly. I've never been I happier my account. to have nitro than right now. Like I just paid whatever. I also have, I I also have nitro. Wow. Oh, I don't have nitro. I'm just boosting a certain. I don't. Amount. I don't have nitro. Y'all gotta get on nitro. Why? Wait. Why are the like? Why does that matter though? Why are they going away from that, Mickey? Why was it implemented I, in the first place? I don't know why, but a lot of people are angry about it. Well, really, this is not a change that people I, have been very happy with. Yeah, interesting. It's kind of unnecessary. I don't see why. Yeah, I feel like yeah, we, like, I feel like we hit a good stride with the discriminator thing. Like well, I remember when like that started happening, where you were able to put whatever name you want, and then hashtag, and then a number. Yeah, and then even with Nitro, it lets you choose what number you had too, yeah. which is like a really cool feature. And we're, we're now at the point where a lot of other companies have started to move towards the Discord format. Like Xbox usernames used to be like one of a kind, and now they have the hashtag system like mm. Discord had. That's sad. Yeah, I, I know that people have not been like this. I don't like it, but not to the extent that people have been making it out to be. Oh, the, I also don't know like the I don't know like the full argument that like what makes this so bad. I just have seen a lot of hate for it. Yeah. Or people just keep calling it like a terrible change, one of the worst changes. Why would Discord do this? Blah 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 blah. Mickey. Yes. What's going on with the LCS? Uh, with LCS, we right now, uh, LCS for those who don't know is the North America League of Legends professional league where Europe has LEC and then like Korea has LCK. Question. So for LCS, yes. Does LEC or any of the other non-American leagues have promotion or relegation or is it all franchise? Uh, I think think they all have a similar system lec is the only one that i'm not too sure they have at what we call a oh eu masters thinks they have but which people love that system but lck does have a challenger league and essentially what's happening in the lcs is right just agreed to let uh, the current North, North America franchises that have lcs slots not have to field a challenger spot so and what does that mean for the uninformed challenger spot? So yeah, essentially teams now don't have to like invest into upcoming talent to try to like foster them. Cause like it, and cause if you're competing in the challenger league, there's like no step to go to the LCS. So the LCS it's is just a challenger league, game. right? No, no, no. LCS is the actually, uh, it's the, no, they have a challenger league. Like they have a, ch- they have, and they that's, have a challenger league below them. And that's the equivalent of like, of like Triple a minor a baseball, league sport. like minor yeah, league. Yeah, exactly. Except you Mi- can't actually your team can't actually go up. It's just like a development Correct. league. It's just okay. a development and league. And teams all it are is. now being forced to invest no, in that. No, they they were forced to have teams in Challenger League and now Riot said, "Okay, you don't have to do it anymore." Gotcha. So that league's just going to die out basically. Essentially is pretty much what's going to happen with that league and players are now walking out from playing in the LCS and which it was supposed to start this past Wednesday or Thursday. I forget what day it actually was supposed to start, but right pushed, uh, pushed it back, which initially they're going to try to play on schedule and told teams you can field literally any player you want. Just get five players to play on the team. And like, so that meant that 
any of us could have played in the LCS. So what's the sense of why do you, why do players work. want to why are the like first team players why are they upset about the lower division teams being so vanquished? there's a, there's actually a lot of speculation with this because like a lot of people pointed out a lot of the first team players uh you would think they would have they would want this change to keep going through and like want the challenge to leave that out because it makes their starting spot more safe uh but but players have been uh what's it called like i've been in pretty much people have been thinking there's an ulterior motive to what the lcf's players they're using uh this position from right as a catalyst to argue for other stuff that they want other player rights that they feel like they deserve i uh they list a they had a list of their demands let me see if i can they need find like it a player quick or something if they don't have one yeah they, they don't have one like people keep i'm still them, not oh, trying to understand why they're upset about this uh lcspa i can understand why like their twitters the players in that league might be upset but I mean, okay. Uh, yeah. List of their demands. It looks like do not agree to play for any LCS org as a replacement player. This walkout. No, wait. No, this is not it. Da, 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 da. R ask for right. Institute Valorant style promotion and relegation between the LCS and NACL. Uh, NACL being the challenger league for LCS. Right commits to that would eliminate for franchises, players. right? That would also eliminate franchises, which that's a good thing. Franchising is the worst thing about American sports. Uh yes, it's really bad. But Riot can't do that because teams already paid. Yeah, they'd have to buy them out over majorly. ten million dollars. Like, yeah, like uh, what what was it? Eight figures? Yeah, that's eight figures. Over eight figures worth investment into these leagues, and that was only like three years ago. And they definitely have not made that profit back because, well, esports isn't profitable. So that's the reason why Riot would never do that. Uh, allow LCS orgs to partner with affiliates for cost sharing. Riot guarantees LCS minimum contracts for the following year for the five players who win the LCS summer finals each year. So it looks like winning LCS didn't really get you a lot of money. Which is actually really wild. There's just no money there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the, the money comes from the salaries. Like, their salaries are really good for for the most part. Well, no, but Riot's just, not going to put any money into it because it doesn't make money. Yeah. Uh, it's, well, it does a lot with marketing. Like, League is still one of the most played games, and there are so many people who watch League but don't play or, like, play it every now and then, and it's because of uh, Professional League of Legends. Uh, and then the last one is Institute a, th- uh, Institute a three out of fives roster continuity... Continuity... Uh, Continuity rule to provide players on released NACL rosters first priority in maintaining their slots in the upcoming NACL season if a majority continues to compete together. So they don't want teams who have like good synergy to be able to be fragmented just because the org says, okay, we're going to cut uh, like half the squad, essentially. Like if players want to play together, they want have the right to stay together if they want to. Well, wouldn't they have to just make their own team then? <laughs> Well, you can't because the uh, because of the franchising system. I think, yeah, right. But even let's say that even have all the power. Let's say that doesn't exist. I mean, like, 
I'm, a, I'm in agreement with the non-franchising. Them having total control over their rosters will never happen because they always have to answer to someone if they want to have their like nice facilities to play in and things like that. Yeah, and then the also problem with uh, LCS teams not having to field challenger teams is that if they all build out, who's going to want to invest in challenger league that already doesn't get very much viewership? And winning it doesn't really do anything for you. So like it to get the ROI needed to to invest into the challenger league because like most people don't watch anymore and there's no way for them to go to the pro level. It's, it's still an amateur league. It's just very it makes upcoming talent for NA like to make the transition from amateur to pro that much harder if these teams don't have to field challenger leagues because there's going to be little investment into the challenger league after this. Whereas before right forced teams to do so. I think esports is just kind of fucked in general. Oh yeah. That's also a different topic. Sure. Esports is fucked, especially in how most people want esports content to be free for the most part. And any kind of like, uh, feed pay-per-view type of thing gets met with heavy backlash which is insane to me you know why the ufc is so successful it's because it's pay-per-view i was gonna say mickey i have a question for you so i cannot watch the dodgers unless i have a very specific cable package from a very specific provider and in some areas that cable provider doesn't even exist in in areas where there's dodger fans right yes they do it Every year they renew the contract. It's happening. There's millions yeah. of Dodger fans that cannot watch them, but they're doing it because it's yeah, making baseball is, money. Baseball is baseball is terrible. Yeah, for blackouts. This. <laughs> it's not just the Dodgers. It's a lot of markets where that's happening. It's, it's you like know? every so, and baseball is like notorious for yeah, this kind of so, thing. So so they're doing it because uh, creating like a lockout for some people and overcharging the people that have the ability to buy the product. It works. It, it, like the numbers make sense. Do you think that? For esports, we we have that ability. Like, if we were to just take all league, all league, all Rocket League, all CS:GO, like anything that is like a big viable esports product, if we take it onto a channel where it's just twenty four hour esports content, news, and streaming, and it costs money, it's part of a package on TV. Do you think that it would make money? I don't think so. If it was like part of like cable specifically, and even if you attach it to like say like with Twitch, like you couldn't view it unless you were uh, subscribed to that channel, which I don't even know if Twitch has a feature like that yet. They totally have a subscription only. That's what they should do. Just make it subscription they, only to watch. It, it needs to be. Yeah, it it's insane that it's okay. Not. Like here's it. That, that's how esports can start turning a profit is by making stuff pay per view. Here's another issue and though. If it, is yeah. with bit like baseball. Like the average viewer of baseball is fucking old, so they have way more money than the average esport view. Esport like kids who watch esport like it's like sixteen year olds and shit. It's poor people. But like, we watch esports too. Yeah, we do. But I'm not so sure that's the main demographic, honestly. Chambers, you don't I think, think so? We are the main demographic. Yeah. I mean, I there's think- le- there's less money here than there is in in the pool that would watch baseball or football. Yeah, I I I'd hard agree with you there. I'm just saying, 
I think like honestly, if the only way the esports industry could survive is by taking a hard stance on a paywall somewhere, and honestly, it's like th- people will pay for it if you if you do it. I think people kind of would. Um, I'm not saying it's the right move, like from like a you know populist standpoint. Like I don't think like I think a lot of people would get cut off from the content and the esports stuff that they want to see. But it's an existential crisis that esports is facing right now. I mean, if they don't figure out how to make a profit, not, no one gets to watch anything because yeah. no one will be playing anything because it won't make any economical sense to ever do it. So, and, yeah. and here's how I view it: if esports isn't worth the money to watch it. It's not a good product to begin with. Bam. You only watch it because it's free. And if you're not willing to pay for it, it's just not a good product. It was just free. Yeah. So, if, if yeah, that's what that guy said. I'm, yeah. If there was like, yeah. let's say the, is the LCS going on right now? I actually don't even know. Or No, it's still on. They're still in negotiations with yeah. players, which there's actually a big, a big bad thing that happened for the player side. Uh, Double Lift, one of the most popular League of Legends players, said on stream live, like he doesn't understand, like he thinks it's super ridiculous what the players ask for, and he pretty much chat on wow. everything that the players ask for, and and pretty much ruined negotiations for the players. Oh my God. Like, we don't know how those conversations <laughs> are happening behind doors, but you do not speak about that publicly until yeah. the negotiations are over. Yeah, rule Dude, number esports one, man. is such a joke, man. Yeah. So, so many of these I, nerds are... It's, it, it upsets me that, like... Ah, did did podcast for a different day. Did they have a union, Mickey? They don't have a union. Nope. Okay. Well, that's, that's mistake number one, because, like, every yep. player yeah. in every competitive field has some sort of union or should have some sort of union. A lot of times they do. They should. So, yep. um, I guess, like, uh, you know, I was watching the LCS last year. I remember I was, I was playing a lot of League. I, I caught it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I was enjoying it. I was somewhat enjoying some of the commentary. Some of it wasn't the highest quality, but whatever. It's, it's League commentary and analytics. It's not always great. But... If if it was behind a paywall and it was like, oh, here's a 20 buck a month thing and I just paid for it for two months, I would do that. And I think a lot of people might. And I, like if, if the industry needs to charge people money to make a profit, like it just needs to do that. Otherwise, just we can't watch it. And like, it, you know, you see it all the time, like NBA playoffs come around, cable subscriptions go up, sports packages go up. People want to buy it. Right. When the Dodgers are like hitting their stride late summer, like a lot of people are subscribing to that really overpriced sports package because it's it's just all you can do right um so one way or another people are going to get squeezed out of the dollars and i don't know maybe i sound crass saying it but i really don't want esports to fail as an industry and it's facing a really bad crisis here there's an yeah i i don't either like i fucking love esports like i've loved it since 2010 when i first found a professional starcraft 2 like i i want this scene to thrive but gamers need to quit being so fucking stingy and pay for real for good services real quick and this is according to esportsadvocate.net this is data pulled from um the lcs 2023 spring split which ran from the 26th of january to the 9th of april um and barring in mind bearing in mind that gen z starts at 1997 90.43% of the audience was Gen Z. Mm. And of that 90%, 85% of those members of Gen Z are 18 years or older. If you're 18 years or older and you, and I'm not trying to like attack anyone's character at this, but like chances are at that age, 
you're spending $20 a month on something that's really frivolous, right? Whether it's like a skin. skins in another game, <laughs> literally skins in another game. Like, I'm not even kidding when I say this, like vaping things, like literally anything like that. John like, Cena skin, John Cena skins. <laughs> you have like that amount of disposable and probably generally speaking, a lot of people will, will can scrounge up like that small amount of money for something that they enjoy. And like, you know, I, I think with the way like we're used to things right now, like we're, we're pretty used to like a lot of the media we consume seemingly being free, right? Like I'm willing to bet a lot of these kids don't play or a lot of those people in that age demographic, they probably don't pay for their streaming services. They probably use their mom and dads, right? I do. So as far as they can tell, they're just watching like, you know, succession for free or whatever, right? Like they're not used to that concept of paying for media. So, and I mean, to be fair too, like a lot of media is even that is behind a paywall is very easily accessible online by virtue of streams, um, illegal streams. Right. So my point is like the majority of this demographic, the majority of people watching LCS should probably be able to find like 20 or 30 bucks for four months of LCS games or whatever it is. Yeah, the other thing too is what it would probably create is something very similar to what sports are like now where you're kind of like, it kind of puts you in a position where you might just end up watching this at a friend's house who has the package to be able to watch like the LCS yeah. or something yeah. like that. Or maybe you go to a place or an event where it's being shown. And, um, it's like a and that's I mean, better. Yeah, I think that's bars. a good thing. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's a bad Community thing. Community driven, yeah. Yeah, when you, when you kind of create a paywall and some people don't have the thing, other people have the thing, it does create a sort of congregation, so to speak, for that thing. And uh, I, I don't think it's a, a total negative if it does end up going that way. Um, and I think like part of the model for esports is some guy like playing a game on his computer while Twitch is running on his other monitor and he's watching like some sort of competitive Rocket League. That's all we that's all all of us watch esports or traditionally I've watched esports, but it, it clearly has not gone in the right direction from a profit standpoint. So it needs to it needs to try and change something about the way we think about how we watch all this kind of stuff. There, so. there is one more way of like monetizing this that seems, at least in the esports that I follow, has been mildly successful, and that's instead of having like huge leagues and stuff like this, which you know I don't, I don't play League of Legends, so I don't know if this format would works for that. I don't know anything about league esports, but I know within Smash Ultimate and Rocket League. Um, like the biggest streamers within those games usually put on tournaments of some sort that they stream on Twitch. Yeah, o- open tournaments. Oh, I-, I definitely miss those. As someone who watches League and like who watched a lot of StarCraft, getting into open bracket tournaments are incredible, and it it allows amateurs to play against pros. And like sometimes the crazy upset happens. You and you'll see like big underdog stories it's like great for storytelling when you see anybody can beat anyone on any given day if like they put enough effort or like they're able to like come up with a great enough strategy in order to be able to conquer these titans who like do this for a living and uh league of legends specifically you you've lost a lot of that and that's why like lcs numbers have been declining more and more over the years and this is pretty much only north america China, they're booming over there. 
and with League of Legends. Korea, they're still doing a great job in with League of Legends. It's just North America that people have stopped watching professional League of Legends. Mm. And it's just been a boring league because like teams are constantly trading out players. So it's like hard to identify with the team. And you're more so just like watching teams not really have an identity. I don't think They're it's a League of Legends find... problem though, because like all, like esports in general in America has been taking a shit. I mean, like Smash, <laughs> well, Smash has taking been a taking shit. a big no, shit. No, they, it's always been taking a shit. Constantly, North America, uh, North <laughs> North America Diarrhea. esports has never been good. They're only good uh, at like the beginning of a game's lifespan. So like StarCraft Two is the same thing. A couple of years, like North America has a lot of great players. Need more Ritalin. But when the when the East starts getting involved, uh, that's when they start like China or Korea or even Japan. When they start getting involved in these games, they start dominating the games. Maybe we're like, just not good at that. It's yeah. a it's a it's a cultural thing. Yeah. Uh, like it, vi- like playing video games passionately is w- widely more accepted in Eastern cultures than it is in like the states. Even even Rocket sure. League, which I thought we would America would have this one forever. <laughs> uh, why, why did you dude, think that, Chambers? Uh, because what made you think the majority of its lifespan, it's been like so dominant, dominated by American teams, and it it is as far as like uh like there's more good american teams than there are teams of other countries but bro there is so many like like prodigy like 15 year old saudi and french kids popping up it's like the best the players the best players in the world are like 15 year olds from fucking paris or from uh saudi arabia the game came out when they were like five yeah yeah, and they just like grew up with it now. So I thought you were gonna. Say, I was wondering, like, I thought you were gonna say like Rocket League as a game should be run by America. Like I thought you were. <laughs> it's got like, cars and cars, rockets, cars and engines. Yeah, I thought, I thought that's up. where you were going with that one. No. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if you look at any esport, HSA, what games is North America or North America good at? You got to look at the competition. Melee is a big one. Melee is predominantly North America players yeah, uh, have the top 100. That's because it's really only played in North America. There are very few players in Europe that take the game very seriously. And then Japan also uh, doesn't really have a lot. You pretty much only have AMSA, and then they have a few, but none of them can really go Wait, does, to America. Does that mean that if we as American Smash players go abroad, we're seen as like, oh, that's that's the Amer- th- those guys are American. Like, don't fuck with them. They're gonna fuck you up. Like, is that, is that, that in a, they're they're viewed as like a different tier of players. We yeah. are as Americans. We are at least for yes. ultimate. Uh, like, that, yeah. that was kind of an, a little bit of an unknown until no, more recently. Not, well, now it's recently it's been starting to get more Japan favorite. Uh, favorite. Uh, no, bro, Spargo stomped on those fools. Who's like, that? Spargo. Nor- He's from Mexico. The the he's Mexican. That's North American. Yeah, yeah the the yeah. goaded players are from Mexico, bro. Mexico's got smash. Yeah, yeah. Me- Mexico, uh, Leo. Is, oddly, Mexicans is are the best at everything. Ideal really. smash. Are, are really yeah. really good in Alto for yeah. some reason. That it, that Leo was awesome. a random. They're good at everything, Mickey. Come be. on, they yeah. they got the best food. They got but, the best Coca Cola. From, from what Ladies. I've seen, because like I've I followed quite a few Ultimate players on Twitter, and they. 
the vibe I get is that the average Japanese player is significantly better than the average American player. Do any of the main we K got rule? Fact check. We got <laughs> uh, the best. The best K rule player is Kirby Kid, and he's American. Nice. Right, he's he's in competition. He, he's he's pretty goaded. That's that's where I copied a lot of my moves from. <laughs> who's who's better looking, him or Matt? Matt. Matt is sorry, oh, Kirby. Yeah. Matt Kid. easy. Right, cool. Matt won. Matt won that yeah. matchup there. Cool. All right, dude. Are we gonna keep talking about esports? We got anything else? We've been going for no. a while on this one. I, get, I, I think we've gone for a while. I got a, <laughs> I got a nice dumb headline to, to um, move off of a serious topic. Oh. Um. So what? Okay. Question. When's the last time any of you played Grand Theft Auto Five? Never. Dude, don't like remember. Five years. I've never touched GTA Five. Damn. Okay. So. I haven't played it since 2020. I got sucked into the online mode. I was like grinding heists and shit. But RP, yeah. Oh RP, my god, baby. it's so toxic. But um, <laughs> apparently there was an update this week. Um, now you don't have to tap A repeatedly to sprint in the game. <laughs> um, which I, every every other Incredible. every other shooter or anything, you just like hold a button down to to run and. For some reason, Grand Theft Auto is not like that. Um, and I just thought it was really weird that they actually updated the game and gave it a quality of life update wow. when well, it came out, me, what, like 10 years ago? Me and my yeah, uh, turbo weird. controller have been holding down A the whole time, so. Oh, hacker <laughs> over here. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Man, that's kind of funny. <laughs> I, yeah, I just thought that was so that weird. It just happened. <laughs> I had to share that. Dang. Cool. Uh, I got I got a real quick one for you guys. This is some good news. Uh, not a ton to comment on. Just good vibes. Uh, Summer Games Done Quick 2023, which just wrapped up in on June 4th in Minneapolis, uh, amassed 2.2 million in donations for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. So let's go. Claps all around. Yeah. Really, really great stuff. I love me some good games done quick. I love me a good speed run. We did an episode on speed runs for this podcast. Uh, and I'm very much looking forward to some of the speedruns coming out here in the near future for Tears of the Kingdom, which has been really- Actually, I missed that. I didn't even realize this was going on. Yeah. I usually like checking out a speedrunner too whenever it's on. Yeah, you were too busy prepping for the nut house, ready to nut yep. the yeah. house. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's all all that prep I did. Yeah. <laughs> so much prep I did. I the yeah. All the way to lose to Matt with all the prep. Crazy. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, that down. was my last headline. Matt, do you have anything? Uh, I think that's all we got today for you, everyone. Um, as always, you can follow the podcast at TFE Podcasts. That's at TFE Podcasts with an S at the end. Go to the website, thanksplaying.live. Just email at thanksplayingpod at gmail.com. Follow the TikTok. I am desperately trying to grow that. <laughs> well, we got we did blow up, so follow it. Yeah, Join I know, but we got to gotta keep, keep it going. You know, you can't just... Can't just do one and done. I baby. can't be satisfied after one. Yeah, need more. Yeah, that's um, Shrek two. two, baby. <laughs> oh, can I talk a little Street Fighter six real quick? You can talk about Go Shrek two. It. Okay, <laughs> all right, cool, great. Um, Street Fighter six, boys, we're in. It's exactly what I thought out. I, I, the game grabbed me in exactly the way I was hoping to get grabbed by it. Like I just played a little bit of the tutorial. It's my first ever Street Fighter game. I've only played Smash. I've played couple anime fighters, mostly Dragon Ball fighters. And now I'm jumping into Street Fighter. I got my $250 uh, Rap 4 fight stick. I finally dusted it off and I am playing the game and really, really, really liking it. I knew 
the moment that I picked it up and played an online match and I lost to a guy who was playing some bullshit and then I beat him <laughs> and I beat him, I was like, oh, yeah, that game got me. Like when somebody just kept spamming like Hadouken and I just exposed him, you know, I just oh, figured it out. Yeah. I just like spaced in there, got in there, kept grab. Like the moment you get someone into a corner and you just grab them three times because they don't know what to do and how to break grab, I'm just like, yes. Tell us it's who's awesome. who's your main. I, just, I, I am maining Jamie. To start, uh, he's sort of like a drunken fist character. Um, he's really sick because the way he works is like, uh, you guys know about drunken fist or like that fighting style. Rock Lee does it in Naruto. Yeah, yes. it's super sick. And Jackie Chan has a couple of drunken master movies that are fucking awesome. Uh, there's a character named Jamie in Street Fighter Six, and the way he works is once you get him to four take a sip out of his gourd four times he he like goes super sane basically That's and so all of his cool. attacks some of his attacks get armor because he's drunk uh he has extended combo after that and he has moves and combos that get him to drink from it too so drinking from your gourd is something you're always trying to do so you're done trying to do specific combos to up your drinking the whole entire time. Whoa. And like he's a break dancer too, so all of his moves are him like break dancing and fighting. What a fun guy. Time. He's super sick and he's he's just hot. He's just a hot guy. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> God, now I want to play this yeah, character but I, I I can't main your main. I need I need to find my own main. We should yeah, all just I, main Lucas's main to but I, I need <laughs> please to don't, first. Please don't I, pick my guy. I literally do not have a controller I can use for Street Fighter Six yet. I need to get one first. Just be a mouse. I don't and, even have a pad. Mouse and keyboard guy, dude. I refuse. I refuse. I will not <laughs> if, play mouse. And if keyboard you were to play Street mouse Fighter. keyboard for Street Fighter, Mickey, I'd probably have to go over there and call the cops. I will. I refuse to do that. Good. I Good. need a name. Chambers, you in? One. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna main one of the fat guys they got. E Honda. Um, I also need to finish. Yeah, the Kingdom I'm gonna first. go Honda. Okay, I don't. I, he. It looks like he can grab some people, and I'm a. Yeah, there's also <laughs> Zangief. Um, there's Marisa, who's a kind of a grappler character slash counterattack okay. character, I, I think. Um, and uh, Matt, look up a, a dude named Luke. He's sort of the main protagonist. He, he reminds me of you quite a bit. Is it, is it, he's he sort of the main like character Matt. in story mode. He's he's on the cover of the game, and. Uh, he has the biggest forearms of any character in anything. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like Popeye. Are you seeing what I'm seeing, Matt? She looks like a hot dude to me. <laughs> <laughs> he his forearms are just 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 ridiculous. Uh, but it's it's awesome. The character Damn, design hot. is great. The animations are really fun. Um, and it's just got has a ton of polish to it. And at any okay, big big thing. At any given moment, there's just a lot of options as a fighting game. There's like a really cool parry. His system. forearms are bigger than his biceps. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> there's just a lot of like awesome. options in the game from a fighting game perspective. Where like there's like a lot of guard breaks. There's like a certain. There's two different types of meter resources that you're sort of managing for each character. And then each character is like crazily unique and designed so well. So what am I afraid? Okay, am I gonna have to watch like four hours of YouTube videos to figure out how to play a character? No, no, you're not. I mean, there's guides in the game for what every character does, like literally step by step how the character operates and works. Uh, okay. And I mean, honestly, I picked up the game in a couple hours, and I'm I'm already online. Uh, uh, rookie rookie two, I think is what sick. I'm All right, yeah. Yeah. Lucas, did you see that Daigo recreated the Daigo Perry in Street Fighter Six? Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, pretty sick. That's badass. And he, and he yelled out, "Let's go, Justin!" <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, I, what was that like? One, it, super early Evo. Uh, 
Daigo in Street Fighter. The greatest esports third moment strike. of all time. Yeah. Yeah, you need a you need a Google search YouTube that right now. Yeah. Da- Daigo pa- Daigo Perry. Yep. D a i g o. Yeah. It is a masterpiece, and then he recreated it in uh, Street Fighter Six. Yeah. He went sick. Honestly, one of the best just sports moments ever. Yeah. Oh, it's so hype. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. I'm hoping to one day recreate that moment. I I felt like I said <laughs> earlier. I felt like that's pro- I felt probably the way he felt this weekend at the nut house when I yeah. pulled off that combo on Neil. I mean, there's yeah. no other way. When he did it, he didn't get to fuck his homie up. You did. <laughs> yeah, and all of his homies probably weren't. No, they probably were standing behind him cheering him on. No, they definitely were. There was a massive yeah. crowd behind him. Yeah, it's great. Okay, after this recording, I'm definitely going to stream some Street Fighter for the crowd here on Discord. I'm down for the Do it on Twitch, maybe? I am not quite sure how to do that from PS5 at the moment. Oh, you're on your uh, PS5. Okay. Got it. I, there is a feature on PS5 that lets you do it, but okay. Well, as soon as I it. figure that out, I'll, I'll be doing it for the, for the crew here. But there is that Discord <laughs> integration with PS5, so I could easily just put it to our channel. Sweet, nice, 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 cool. All right, we will wrap it up there. I think, yeah, yeah, good. yeah, sounds yeah. good. All right, everyone, this has been. Thanks for playing. Catch you next time. Scooby Bop. Thanks for Playing is a production of Good Ideas Only. Your hosts are Lucas Luna and Matt Rockaby. Our music was done by the impeccable Samuel Luna. And our logo design was done by the talented Isaac Palestino. Special thanks to the Roll Call Bunch and Red Circle 